This is the Jazz Violin Podcast, episode 62, and today it is just me, and we are talking about starting out. So for a wee while now, I've been doing this series on starting out, and it's just inside of my head, I'm just talking to you about how I think you could get into playing jazz violin if you have not really done any jazz playing before. Up to now, we've done a load of different uh, episodes where we're just chatting about just about listening, transcribing, and different practice techniques. But today I wanted to chat more specifically about um, a tune that I think is really good to begin with. And it might be something that you've heard before, it might be something that you already know, but I'm just going to talk a little bit about this tune, Autumn Leaves. So it's a song that uh, most jazz musicians from all walks of life or all walks of jazz um, know this song and it's a, so it's a song that you can play with like swing musicians or more modern players people who play bebop it's sort of it's like a bit of a rite of passage everybody knows this song autumn leaves it's a really really lovely melody we're not going to look at the melody today we're just going to talk a little bit about why it's a great uh, beginner song for anybody learning jazz so um the well the reason that we're do the reason that I'm talking about this today is because it's one that we're learning or working on a solo over in my jazz violin practice club. I've probably said this to uh, you guys a bunch of times before. The Jazz Violin Practice Club is a place on the internet where we meet every week to go through guided a guided practice session on Zoom. So um everybody's on mute and everybody is following my practice. So I'll be practicing an interesting line or uh, an interesting solo over a jazz standard. Like I said, at the moment, we're looking at a solo that I've written on Autumn Leaves, just using loads of nice jazz language uh, to get through the chord changes. And we learn it together slowly. I also put up the, uh, the transcription of it. Um, after we've learned each little section to make sure that uh, we're learning by ear, but then also so you can look back at the written music. And yeah, the Jazz Violin Practice Club is a little space online uh, for me to teach people about jazz violin in a very practical way. So if you'd like to try that out, you can do so. You can get a free trial. It's on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Matt Holborn, and you can get a free trial to one of the Jazz Violin Practice Club tiers on there. Anyway, I'll stop the hard sell, and we're just going to talk a little bit about Autumn Leaves. So, Autumn Leaves, it's an important song to know. Uh, It's also very simple, so there's not loads going on harmonically, in a way. It really does go between two key centers, and those key centers are a minor key center, and then that minor key center's relative major. So um, hopefully that's something that you're that you're, you're aware of. Uh, each each minor key has a relative major, and the the opposite. Each major key has a relative minor. Um, so we, let, we in in the practice club at the moment we're working on this song in the key of G major and E minor. The idea of the relative minor or the relative major. Uh, to a minor key is a really is a really sort of simple one it's a good one to 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 get your head around so say we're trying to find the relative minor to g major we would go up six notes to the sixth note of that scale so we're in g major we go g a b c d 
E, right? So E is the sixth note of the scale, and that would be the relative minor. And because these two key centers are really related, um, this, a lot of the same musical language will work um, over those in, in those two key centers. One of the most important changes in all Western music uh, is that change from five to one, that cadence of five to one, uh, dominant chord uh, to major chord. Um, D in this in this instance, in the key of G major, it would be D seven to G major. There is an equivalent in that relative minor, which is B seven to E minor, and that would be a five to one in the key of E minor. So a five to one in the key of G major. D7 to G major, a 5 to 1 in the key of E minor, B7 to E minor. Those are the two most important changes in this tune. And they are both related. So you can basically play a lot of the same material over those two changes. That can make it quite a difficult song to, to know where you are or to... Um, to be able to play convincingly over because you can sort of just play a bunch of the same stuff over the whole thing. You can just basically fiddle around in G major if you want, or you can just fiddle around in E minor. Um, if I was to look at the song with uh, as from a, as a beginner, I would look at it like this. I would try and find the points in the song that I know are in the key of G major, and I would try and find the points in the song that I know are in the key of E minor. The harmony for the song is based, basically made up of two sequences. One of the sequences is this. A minor, D7, G major, C major. Now all those chords come from the key of, or from the scale of G major. So they all come from that major uh, tonality. And then the second, uh, the second section, F sharp half diminished, B7, E minor for two bars. The song is made up of mainly that, so those two sections. For the sake of learning it, let's call that section one and section two. Section one is in the key of G major, and section two is in the key of E minor. Now, I would, if I were you as a beginner, I would look through all of the tune. I would write out the chords if you don't already have a written uh, have it written out on paper. Um, and once you've got it written out, try and s try and uh, circle the bits that you think are uh, section one and the bits that you think are section two. Which is uh, you know which is the bit that's just the G major bit and which is the bit that's E minor. And you'll be able to work that out quite quickly. There is a little section uh, at the end which isn't just that there's a, it but it does it it pretty much is uh, there's a little moment where we've got f sharp b7 e minor a7 d minor g7 you might see that um i would still just i would for the moment as a beginner i would sort of not worry about that i would still think of that as just in, in e minor just to start with just right now don't worry too much about trying to make all of those changes. If you're a beginner, uh, just just stick, just try and don't worry about that moment. Uh, so we can really boil most of this tune down to being in the key of 
uh, G major or in the key of E minor. And the way we, the way that you can get yourself playing nicely over it is to uh, just do a little bit of thinking about the scale. So when we are playing in the key of G major, we just want to stick around the G major scale. And when we are in the, around the key of E minor, uh, for, mo for the moment, you could try and spend most of the time playing the E harmonic minor scale. Because really that harmonic minor scale uh, is just the G major scale, but with a D sharp. And that D sharp is there to make sure that we have a B7. So if the D sharp wasn't there and it was just a D, we would just be in the key of G major and that chord B would not be a B7, it would be a B minor. So when we are uh, around that B7, we want to make sure that we are sharpening that D. So it's a D sharp, meaning that we have a, basically we have a major third for that B7 chord because that's what that chord is made of. That's what it needs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play through the chords and I'm going to tell you where to change scale from G major to E harmonic minor. One, two, three, four, G major. Now to E harmonic minor here. To G major. To E harmonic minor. Stay on E harmonic minor. G major. E harmonic minor. Still E harmonic minor. So I'm just going to show you an example of me playing that now. One, two, three, four, G major. Now it's E harmonic minor here. G major. E harmonic minor. Stay on E harmonic minor. At G major. E harmonic minor. It's 
it's worth noting that you know when I'm changing scale, I'm trying to change scale uh, wherever I am on the instrument. I'm not wanting to just jump straight to the root of the scale. So every time I I change scale, I'm not going okay. I'm in G major. I don't play the note of G. I play the note that I'm sort of closest to uh, wherever I am in my improvisation. And that is a really important thing to sort of get your head around. And by basically marking it out okay, here I'm going to play in G major, here I'm going to play in E harmonic minor, uh, you will start to get a sense of of these diff two different key centers, and you'll start to get a sense of the flavor that both of those two scales give. Um, so one last thing to, to add is once you have tried doing that thing where you've played just in G major and just in D, uh, just in E minor, what you could also then start to try and do is try and add that D sharp into some of the moments when you are playing in G major. Uh, and that will give you a flat nine on the D7 chord. So when you are playing over the D7, you could sort of semi try to think about it in the same way that you're thinking about that B7. Just give it a D sharp and you might end up finding some interesting sounds. It will work. It will work really nicely. This is a really simple, simple way to try and get something nice out of this tune. And it's a nice way to uh, to just to start. So I'm not going to go much further into the song than that. I think it's a really nice beginner's way to look at improvising over uh, changes. Uh, and we are trying to look at these changes uh, as, uh, you know, if, and, and try and work out, hey, what do these changes mean? Where do they come from? And uh, and and how can I uh, how can I play over them in a effective uh, and musical way? So if you've got something out of this podcast, maybe think about joining me uh, at the in the Jazz Violin Practice Club. It's a place where we meet every week to practice jazz violin together, work on different aspects of jazz violin playing. Um, right now, we're looking at the uh, a solo that I wrote over Autumn Leaves. Right now, we're working on Autumn Leaves in the Jazz Violin Practice Club. We're recording each of the sessions, which stay up there forever. So if you do join, you'll get access to those recordings. You'll get access to a written transcription of the solo. And uh, you'll also get access to some videos of me playing through it in different ways. So hopefully see you guys there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks very much, guys. Goodbye.